Good afternoon and welcome to the power of young people to change the world. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and this show is about providing young people an opportunity to share their stories, how they're affecting change in their communities, the challenges, the lessons, and the passions that they have to make the world a better place. And of course, we also want to learn from the adults who are supporting young people, whether that's in school, out of school, nonprofits, government agencies. We want to learn from those experts in the field. So I'm really excited to introduce you to today's guests. Um, these two dynamic ladies are helping youth and adults alike find fun, ir ir excuse me, experiential ways to play, live, and lead with purpose. So Susan Ragsdahl is the founder of Write Creations Group. Um, Susan's been teaching, writing, and developing youth programs for many years. She's a best-selling author and is recognized for her ability to craft amazing, engaging professional development workshops where people can really apply what they learn um, right then. So you don't walk away from Susan without knowing how you're gonna take it back home. And then joining Susan is Ann Saylor. Um, Ann is also a best-selling author. You have to check out these guys' books. They're phenomenal. Um, she's also a trainer, um, a classroom teacher, a community organizer, and so much more. I just am so excited to welcome you two ladies to the show. Um, I have um, been reading your books. They are uh, outstanding. Um, I love the... Um, the great group games, great group leaders, great group leaders ignited and great group reflections. <laughs> I was going through the great group reflections today and I was so excited by the, the, um, the what, so what, now what model for reflection. Mm. Um, I connected with that immediately with our youth advisory council. And so I'm really excited um, by the work that you guys are doing and mm. hoping that we can jump in and talk about um, all of the great things that our educators can learn um, from the work that you all are doing. Uh, thank you. What a, what a great welcome. Anne, aren't you excited? This is gonna be so fun. Very excited. But I'm gonna use that word great, that word jump in and do that. So if it's about reflection today, and we're modeling that, then we are going to start with you, Amy, and we're going to have you <laughs> participate in an activity that Ann and I learned from a colleague that's called the one, two, three newbie entrance. Ah. <laughs> so are you ready to have the tables turned on you? Yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if we Yes. Here we yes. go. Okay. Amy. I don't know Why? if you're gonna like being on the other side of the table. <laughs> You'll be okay, good. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's I'm do this. I'm gonna I be kind. This. I promise. Okay. Yes, you totally have this. Okay, so one, two, three. There's different ways to use this, and we'll in, in our webinar we're gonna do with you, we'll dig in. But for today, to keep you easy and simple, for one, why do you think making time to reflect is important? For you, well, why is it important? For me. For me personally, I think that it makes me a better leader. It helps me think about mm. um, how I responded to situations, what I would have done differently. Um, 
how I connected with the people that I was interacting with. Um, and it gives me an opportunity to learn from that. So um, I just, I think it makes me a better leader when I reflect. See, you don't sound like a newbie at all. You sound like you got this all <laughs> together. All right, so two, I think you got this. Uh, instead of being really easy on you, I'm gonna do it the way, one of the ways we normally uh -oh. do this. <laughs> so. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anne will totally cut me off if she thinks I'm going too much into the mwahaha zone. Um, all right, so two, what are two questions you have about implementing reflection activities and what you do mid-season? We're mid-season for a lot of folks. So what are two questions you have about implementing reflection at this phase? So when, when I'm thinking about, you know, okay, yeah, we've been working with our young people for, for a few months now. And yeah, we're mid, we're midway through the school year and the work that they're doing. It's like, how do I make sure that my reflection is helping support the outcomes that I want for my students? So how do I know that that my the reflection activity that I'm choosing, that the things that um, that we're doing um, around reflection are helping to build those leadership skills that we set out to want to achieve at the beginning of the year? I think that's one question. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, a lot of times um, reflection, um, we try to incorporate it throughout, right? Whether it's a training or a meeting or things like that. Um, but are there, are there ways to like make it ease? Like, how do you make it part of your like culture? So that mm -hmm. it's not something that we're rushing through at the end, because that's the thing that I hate. It's like, oh, we're running out of time. Let's do this reflection because we know it's really short and quick <laughs> and mm -hmm. that doesn't do anyone any good. So it's like, you know, how do we start to like ensure that we're really making time for quality and reflection? Um, mm -hmm. like looking at different times, not at the end. <laughs> and maybe yeah. that's the answer. Maybe answer my own question, but <laughs> you know, that's a huge question. We get that question all the time. You need to like, how do you prioritize it when there's so much else you have to squeeze in that mm -hmm. limited amount mm -hmm. of time that you have with your students? So I guess mm -hmm. those yes. are my two questions. Okay, and now I, I will, because I think you said this is kind of not a super long podcast. I'll let you a little bit off the hook on the third <laughs> one. For three, I would normally ask, what are three facts you know about reflection? So if you just want to give one or two, if it's easy to rattle it off, then go for it. Um, I think I know reflection is necessary for growth and learning, um, whether you're young, <laughs> a young person or an adult. I know mm -hmm. that reflection makes me a stronger leader. Mm -hmm. And I know um, reflection isn't easy to make time for. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. All right, well, we're gonna dive into some of that as we go. And, uh, but, but first, you know, I, I heard this example about reflection uh, and I think it's just perfect for this. So this is a music example. And this, this famous pianist has his students over to his house and he's going to perform for them and they're all super excited. 
And so he walks over the, to the piano, flips up his tail of his jacket, sits down, puts his fingers on the keyboard and... Dun, 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 dun. And he gets up and he walks away. And one of the students can't stand it. They go running over to the piano and they go... Dun. Good job, Ann. <laughs> Very this good. Was, this was not rehearsed. <laughs> and, um, you know, and so they, it was like, why? You know, why did they have to hit that note? Why why did the guy leave? And and this this example of, the, you know, the student's like, I had to finish it. I couldn't leave it hanging there. And I think that's such a beautiful example of reflection and why we need to do reflection, why it's important. Because if you don't do that resounding, final, resonating note, the whole thing that you've done in your group, in the project, advocacy, you know, a boardroom, wherever you are, a club, it's it's unfinished. Mm -hmm. You've left something out there and it's not satisfying. So that's sort of the illustration that I love that I picked up from a conference one time. They were talking about something else totally, but it fit for reflection that you just need that final note um, for it to be fulfilling. And I've been talking a lot. You want to jump in here now? <laughs> oh, I was just going to share an example of why I think it's important as well, Susan. Mm -hmm. I, I think about like, it's so easy for us to go to, let's say a food pantry and spend a couple hours sorting food and categorizing it and getting ready to give it away in the community. And that's a beautiful, a beautiful time of service. But if you don't take time for reflection to talk about how you're growing as a person, how you're growing as a team, what leadership and organizational skills are you learning? What have you learned about the community? Like you are literally missing out on half of the opportunity. We talk about service learning being 50% of the serving and 50% of the learning and reflection is really a beautiful time to capitalize on that learning. And it's it's just critical. Mm-hmm. The, the other building on that, because you both were kind of talking about being a stronger leader and all of that. Uh, what I appreciate about reflection as an individual no matter what age you are, is it can contribute to your own growth mindset mm -hmm. because you mm -hmm. can start looking at how did we deal with this challenge? Okay, this failed or did it really? Was it a fail or was it just we, we uh, a fail like F-A-I-L or did we fall F-A-L-L -L, where we pick ourselves up and go, huh, I don't want to stumble on that again or I want to make it, I need to tweak this and adjust this so when we look at challenges, we can start getting into that. What can I learn from this and how can I do better and what has helped me in the past? And collectively, it helps a group to just go to a deeper place about how they can apply what they're learning to new situations that have a ripple effect. Uh, so that's another thing I like about, um, about reflection and why it's important. Um, hey, Susan, can I, can I share a quote really quick? Oh, yeah. There's a quote from Oliver Wendell Holmes that I really like. It says, a mind that is stretched by a new experience can never go back to its old dimensions. So mm -hmm. once we've taken the time to stretch and learn and grow as part of our service learning through our reflection and our service, 
Like we can never go back to the way we are were before we've we've changed, like changed for good. Oh, and that's oh, so I love important. that quote. Me yes. too. Oh. I mean, that's not well, just a person, that's a group. We we change and evolve as a group with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also love what you said, Susan, because when we're using reflection around things that might not have been as successful, you know, falling or, you know, versus failing that also, I feel like that creates that safe space so that we don't feel like we have to be perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. We're going to learn and grow mm -hmm. and we're going to, um, do better, you know, because mm -hmm. we're, we're willing, we might be willing to take more chances if, if we know we're going to reflect on it, we're going to figure out how to move forward, you know, whatever that looks like, it's less, yeah, it's not about failure. It's about falling, but with this safety net almost. So that's oh. when you were talking, that's the visual that came to mind. And Amy, that makes me think about social media and this pressure to be perfect. Oh. And if we can yes. model reflection and the pivot, the falling, not failing, in our service, our service learning, then think about the skills we're also teaching young people and other adults in their social media life and their personal lives. It's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. If I, if I could get rid of the word fail and replace it with experiment, because that's all it is. We try something that didn't work. So what are we going to do next time? You know, because that gets into critical thinking and all of that. But experiment also to me creates that safe space for we're going to try it and see what happens. And we're going to learn from this. And then next time we'll tweak this or that, and we'll do better. And we'll continue to, you know, make ripple effects from what we learn. I love it. Anyway, hey, oh, so I love that. <laughs> we, we want to give you some ways to go beyond just journaling, which is a beautiful way to reflect and just talking, which is also a really good way to do reflection. Um, so far, we gave you the one, two, three newbie exercise, and we want to give you a couple more depending on how long we have. Um, the first one is lucky numbers throwdown, and I need yes. both of you to help me with this. Can you help me? Oh, oh we uh -huh. got you. Okay, yeah. so you're going to do as if you were playing rock, paper, scissors. I want you to tap on your hand, one palm open, one in a fist, and tap one, two, three, and I want you to throw down a number with your fingers, one through five. So ready? Mm -hmm. One, yep. two, throw down a number. Okay. So Amy, what's your number? Two. Two, and Susan? Three. Three, okay. So the higher of those two numbers, um, if we were doing this in a real group, I would ask you guys to share, what are you proud of that this group has accomplished during the time we've been learning and serving together? Um, and I won't ask you to do it now. We'll just go speed round. Um, so you would share three of those, three things you're proud of. And then for round two, you would take the lower number of the two numbers, so in this case, two, and you would say two things that you've learned from being part of this group that you're in. And the third round, you would add your two numbers together, so two plus three equals five, and then you would share what are some facts that you know about the issues that you've been exploring together. So if you've been exploring mm -hmm. poverty, what are three, uh, I'm sorry, what are five things that you, that you know that are facts about the issues related to poverty? In round four, you're going to subtract. So three minus two is one. So you guys got off really easy on that one. <laughs> you be, we knew. No. You knew it. You would be sharing <laughs> no, the, number, <laughs> the number of reasons that that issue is an important one to address. So in round three, it was the facts. Now round four is your kind of your passion and the critical nature of why do we need to explore poverty or whatever issue that you're addressing as a group. And then you have one more round. 
and that's pick. It's free pick. Pairs get to pick one of their two numbers, so two or three, and come up with possible further action steps related to the current issue that you're addressing. So in this case, you're talking about poverty. Well, what are two action steps that we as a group might take related to poverty? So it's just a really simple way. It's all about conversations, but you've thrown a fun element of the lucky numbers throwdown into those conversations. And after you take time for pairs to talk, then you come back and share some of your ideas with the big group. What do you think? And what I love, I love this. And you know what I also <laughs> love? So they're not only reflecting, but this is an amazing opportunity to integrate youth voice mm -hmm. into oh, yes. their experience because that whole idea of like, you know, what are other opportunities? And like, I mean, you're just opening it up for young people to express themselves. And so many educators are like, how do I get youth voice into mm. my service learning? Um, and what an amazing way. So you're reflecting and you're adding youth voice. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Another side of that, Amy, is this let your introverts share. Because you're in small groups, you yes. get the voice of the introverts and then you share out loud and get to hear the voice of the group collectively. Because it's hard to come up with youth voice opportunities for your quieter, quieter young people mm -hmm. and even your quieter adults. Susan, you want to Absolutely. share another one? Yes. So this next one is one I have done for several years now, and it's so versatile and it's called road signs. So I'll give examples of road signs and what it means, but you get to play with it and add road signs and get rid of road signs, you know, whatever you need for your group. But it's perfect for mid-year to kind of pause and go, where have we been and where are we going? Are we still on our map or are we off our map? You know, <laughs> so you have like detours and people, people draw their individual maps. And so they have, they see the list of the signs and what each one means, but they get to draw their own and make it however they want to before they then share in pairs or in threes or whatever. So I can think about the detours, the adjustments our group is made or may need to make to move forward. You know, if we're trying to, pull off X, whatever X is, fill in the blank. Um, have we, are we on well on our way to accomplishing that or do we need to make tweaks? Uh, green lights, what are the values or the beliefs or the positive experiences that have enhanced and supported our work and gotten us moving along so far? Uh, that's also a celebration moment, you know, and also could be a moment where you're making a list of potential resources that you want to have for the next time you're doing a project. Uh, yellow lights or yield signs could be perspectives or new information or something that's happened or been said that we need to pause and consider. You know, do we need to slow down? Are we going too fast? Um, do we need to let a community member come into the conversation and, and yield to their experience in the space where we're putting up a playground, for example. Uh, so where do we need to pause or consider other factors? And of course there are U-turns and U-turns could be anything from a change in my personal thinking about serving homeless it could be, as an example, it could be a change in perspective about an issue to go, oh, I thought this was the root cause, but really, I think it's over here or it's more complex. It could be a change of perception uh, due to our experience in the group. I, my quick story, I got to pause there, is we did pre-reflection before going and feeding at a homeless shelter, and then we did post-reflection. 
And in the pre-reflection, one of the folks, one of the young ladies had said, oh, I think they're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of smelly people. There's gonna be alcohol. There's gonna be, you know, a lot of things that were physical in nature, you know, of what she thought she was gonna experience. After the experience, she said, you know what? I got down to the last hamburger that I was in the bag and I looked around and I couldn't see any of my friends and I was surrounded by those who were homeless. And I just pulled it out and said, well, this is the last one. And, and she seemed to kind of think that they might were gonna grab it or something, but she said she was in awe because they were like, hey, is Charlie here? Who's not here? Who's missing? Who should we make sure gets this food? So her perception of what was on the uh, front end and what happened at the post was a complete U-turn uh, for her and her perception of everything. Um, you have other, you know, speed bumps of the road sign, challenges we've overcome. You got free parking, those unexpected moments of joy <laughs> that we should remember <laughs> and celebrate and highlight. Uh, so I like the road signs because they're very versatile for you to assign meaning to each sign and you can have each person individually map the experience or you do it as in smaller groups and share and have the collective group. And I'm actually working on this right now to change it into park signs and things that you would find out in nature so that there can be an environmental reflection specifically for those looking at like climate change or nature issues. Mm, I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's fun. It's very fun. I still have one I did years ago that was looking at my personal and professional life and using these signs. So any adults listening might want to do this the same thing just for their careers and vacation. It's a great I activity. Really and I love about that, that it, the, the words take your brain to such a different place in reflection. Like we would not usually talk about green lights and U-turns and free parking in reflection, but it inspires I don't know, it awakens a different part of your brain. And I really mm -hmm. like that one. So Absolutely. I want to share another art. Go ahead. Oh, do we still have time, Amy? Oh, yeah. Keep going. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Good. I go like that. Go. <laughs> so here's another artistic reflection. It's somewhat similar to the road signs. So I would not recommend you doing these back to back, but at different parts, perhaps during your calendar year with, with your group. This is called Peaks and Valleys. And in this one, you're drawing out the peaks and valleys of your time together as a group. So you'll draw your high mountains or your high hills. Those are your high points, your successes, your growth spots. But then on your map, you also wanna draw your low points, your challenges, your obstacles, frustrations, and you can do your plateaus when you get stuck. And then after you give individuals or perhaps pairs time uh, to draw to draw out their peaks and valleys, then you have a conversation about what can we do differently? What do we want to change in our approach to our lows? What adjustments do we need to make to better fit, to better face the last half of our year? Um, and whatever else you want to talk about as you look at your peaks and valleys. And also perhaps that what I saw as a peak, maybe somebody else saw as a valley. And why is that? And just um, being able to see the flip side of the coin. Hmm. I really Susan, love that one too. I, it's so visual. Right. Yes. And I love that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That visual, um, those two examples and how you can really like bring your experience into a space where um, you're creating something that represents that your experience. That's really amazing. Mm -hmm. 
And as you were talking, I'm sitting there going, I think I'd have to add to the visual or my mind was like, what brought sunshine in, what rooted me and nurtured me in the valley. You know, I just kept playing with the visual. <laughs> I love that. And weather, weather patterns work well for that too. If you want to talk about different kinds of weather and when did you experience stormy weather and partly cloudy and sunny and windy. Mm -hmm. Susan, nice. you want to share your A to Z round robin? I am. You know, this one makes me smile every time because it was inspired by one of the Christmas Carol movies that has them in Fred's house, you know, Scrooge's nephew, Fred, and they're playing uh, the minister's cat. And they're doing this little chant thing like the minister's cat is an awesome cat. The minister's cat is a bald cat. The minister's cat is a crazy cat. And there was a very sing-songy so I just kind of, I hear that in my head every time I explain this, this activity, but you're having the group go around A through Z as far as they can go with letters to talk about their project or where we are mid-year. So it could be like the first person says, attitude was an important part of what we did. And the next person says, basketballs were needed for involving all the kids. And you keep going letter by letter by letter and they have five seconds to start their answer. And if they can't think of something that starts with that letter, then they just kind of, if you have them in a circle, you can have a beginning part of the circle and an end or same thing with the line. They just move to the end and it goes to the next person. And so you just go around to everybody's spoken at least once, or you can try and see if you can do the whole alphabet. And isn't that crazy when you get to Q or Z? <laughs> you might have to skip some letters. So it's vocabulary, it's creativity, it's also a little bit of group support, uh, but it's just using the alphabet to uh, guide your reflection. So, you know, here we are mid-year, attitude's been everything, um, better together with the whole group, everybody contributes, you know, just building off of that. So I really like the A to Z round robin. I love that. So I guess that Susan and I would both want to say that reflection doesn't have to be boring and it doesn't have to be that last minute add on, but there's so many creative ways to make it part of your growth, part of your daily rhythms um, and make it fun and make it something that your group can look forward to. And it's so important. It solidifies our learning. It catalyzes our awareness. It helps us with problem solving. It sets the stage for the new growth patterns that we want to take and create. Like it's, it's amazing. <laughs> and, it, and so like Amy when you said it should be part of the culture it's really about how do we make it part of habit yes habit how do we yes. make it ha it's habit how do we pause and say what happened here or what do I what's my intention what do I want to have happen next it's and it doesn't have to take a lot of time it, but it does take intentionality to just yes. make it going so I love that intentional Amy, there's the word. Yep. Yes. Yes. Are you exactly. ready for the exit exam? <laughs> <laughs> Are you creating a safety net here? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you. I will help okay. you. If Susan's going to ask the questions, Thanks, I'll help Dan. you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or, okay. and you can ask the questions this time if you want to. Okay. I, I didn't. Okay. So we did one, two, three newbie entrance at the beginning, which is obviously a great opening exercise. Here is three, two, one exit. So we're reversing the questions for exit 
exit interview. So number three is first, what are three things that you have learned from this podcast? And Susan, you really can answer this since it's been a conversation between all three of us. So Amy and Susan, what are three things you've learned from this podcast or been reminded I, of? What I've been reminded of or and learned, I think I loved um, what you said at the beginning that without reflection, it's not finished. Mm-hmm. So that like stuck with me. And I think that it's a really great reminder, not just for when we're working with young people, but I think about staff meetings and all these places where, yeah, it's like, we're not finished without reflection. So that was like hit home for me. Um, and the other thing was that if we don't incorporate reflection, we're missing out on the learning. Like you had mm-hmm. said, we're missing out on half of it. Um, and that we can increase our growth mindset. So those were the th- three things that like jumped out to me that just both as reminders and of things that it's like, oh, like I can, yeah, I, this has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have so much to gain when we do, when we are intentional. Absolutely. And it's not hard, just intentionality. And you didn't even need Susan's help. But Susan, do you want to add? I do. I do. Because I wrote (laughs) down things Amy said. (laughs) I love it. And if I'm just not, again, not about necessarily learning, but reminders. And if I just looked at, if I mirrored back some of Amy's words, stronger leader, part of the culture, Mm -hmm and not rushing through. Mm -hmm. And I thought those are good guidelines for any leader. If you're wanting to build strong leaders, you make reflection part of the culture and you don't rush things. We're in too much of a hurry. Oh, our whole culture. Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay, so in three, two, one, we did three. Number two, what are two things that you are still curious about or want to learn more about? So I am... I'm excited to learn more of these activities. So you guys great gave great examples and I love them all. <laughs> so, um, so I shared before we got started, I'm like, I'm going to start using all of the activities in the book. <laughs> so I'll report back on Yay. the ones that are my favorites, but I love them. And I also, um, I think I'm, I'm really curious to like, so believe it or not, I consider myself an introvert. Yes, it's true. Um, and so I am surprised. I, think, I am curious. Um, I'm curious to see how really good reflection supports introverts um, mm-hmm. who don't, who might not often feel like they have the opportunity or even really the desire to share, um, to share themselves. So, um, so I'm excited to to use these activities. I'm curious about how. Um, we'll see a difference in, in both our team at work and with the young people that we work with. I can't wait to hear more. So I'm just going to say as an insert right there, that there is a yoga poses reflection in the book (laughs) and and it's a beautiful, do the stretch, hold the pose, think about it while you're in the position and then potentially share later uh, that that I've seen, I literally had a group from age five to 18 and they were all invested. So all ages wow. and um, they slowed down and they, their breathing became more relaxed. And it, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was lovely in that space. Um, 
And then you'll find, you know, things like vote with your feet, moving to one side of the room or the other, and just mm-hmm. internally reflecting will help. And then pairing up. I, I think you're going to find some, some little juicy happies in the book for the introverts. I what a great that. quote, Susan. Little juicy happies. <laughs> little and I juicy will say, happy. you guys, you are also capitalizing on something else that we try to weave into our reflection. We try to make it really active because our culture sits still way too much. So the more that we can move around as we reflect, we think the better. So a lot of the activities are movement oriented. I love that. All right. Number one, three, two, one. Number one, what is one action step that you want to take as a result of our time together? That's kind of putting you on the spot a little bit. Oh, it really is. But no, I actually thought about this. Like as, um, as I read the book and was like digging in. I really thought about, you know, we talk about reflection all the time with young people. It's part of the service learning process, right? You got investigation, planning, preparation, action, reflection, demonstration. So we talk about reflection. Um, We do it in our trainings. We do it with our young people. Um, I think um, the, what I really appreciate is the reminder and I'm getting to my action step, but it's You're like, good. as adults, we need this too, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, um, so as an action step, I'm going to be intentional about reflection within the, the work of NYLC with staff. So what does mm-hmm. that look like? So I'm going to put together a plan. I am intentionally creating a reflection plan to incorporate into our work. So that it's not just, you know, at a staff meeting or, you know, a planning meeting, but that it's part of bringing it into the culture of the organization. I love that. That went from being one of your curiosities at the beginning to being part of your action plan. I love that. (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) Our work here is done. I'm kidding. (laughs) And out. No. (laughs) No. No, you guys, like, I seriously, the book is phenomenal. It has so many great activities. I'm really excited for, we're going to have a webinar and um, we'll take a deeper dive into all of this with both of you. You're both going to be at the National Service Learning Conference presenting on your work. So shout out everybody. Registration closes March 17th. So come on get your tickets. You can uh, meet Susan and Anne. um, And you know, they're going to put on a really engaging, fun um, session. So you want to come to the conference and check them out in person. So um, any any final thoughts or reflections um, for our listeners today? Well, I want to invite people to get to know Anime a little better already by going to our YouTube channel. We have a playlist for great group reflections where we've interviewed, just like you're doing, we interviewed different people. Why is reflection important? How are you using it? We did activities, all that kind of stuff. So if they just go to Ragsdale and Sailor, you are welcome. Check things out. We try to put tools out that are helpful. Uh, Ragsdale is R-A-G-S-D-A-L-E. And Sailor is S-A-Y-L-O-R. So you can come get a sneak peek before you meet us at the conference. <laughs> Absolutely. And any, any final reflections from you? I was just thinking that if anybody would like these activities that we did today, I don't mind typing them up for you and I can email them back to you. 
If you just want to drop us an email at team, T-E-A-M, at writecreationsgroup.com, and that's W-R-I-T-E creationsgroup.com, then I'll send you that gift. Wonderful. Thank you both so much for joining us on the podcast today. I mean, you guys, you're so much fun, but you're also so inspiring. And I love the energy and just the knowledge and expertise that you both bring. And I did, I learned so much and I, um, it was really fun having the tables turned on me. So I was going to say, <laughs> thank you. Being awesome. Thank you for being a guinea pig and going <laughs> with no it. So you guys are going to um, come back and join us again. So everybody watch the, watch the calendar lineup for the podcast. We're going to have Ann and Susan on again. Again, we're going to have webinars. They're going to be at the National Service Learning Conference. You can purchase their books. They have an, a massive bookstore with so many great resources. Um, check out their website um, at uh, Writers Write Creations Group. That's W-R-I-T-E creationsgroup.com. And of course, until next time, we want to invite you all to join us as we serve, learn, change the world. Thank you all so much. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank you.